Albano with the Orange County Register and OCVarsity.com. And I'm joined once again by Matt Zabo with the Newport Beach Daily Pilot. And Matt, we are talking here on February 11th. 2017. It's been selections uh, Saturday for the girls' water polo playoffs and the playoff pairings in the CIF Southern section have been released, and the playoffs will be starting in earnest uh, next week. And we're going to spotlight uh, Division One, which is a which has several teams that you are. Um, very well familiar with with your coverage this year and and in, in over the years um, with uh, the Newport Beach teams and Laguna Beach and Huntington Beach teams. So Matt, let's just get right into it. In Division One, we're going to spotlight. Uh, first round games are going to be played on Wednesday, February fifteenth. We got the draw today, Matt. What uh, when you see that draw, what jumps off? Uh, what jumps off the page for you, and what in, what interests you as far as um, I think a pretty good uh, first round of uh, you know eight games. I guess we can actually backtrack it to the uh, there's one at large uh, wild card game on Tuesday, February 14th, which is also a good one. Huntington Beach traveling up to Santa Barbara, but if I guess if you include that wild card game in the first round games, what intrigues you, Matt? Yeah, so the, the Huntington-Santa Barbara game um, is an interesting game. Uh, those teams have met once before at the Santa Barbara tournament, and uh, Huntington got a 5-2 victory. So I think the Oilers, uh, they know they can beat Santa Barbara. The, those teams have been pretty even, I think, in the re- Division One rankings for a lot of the year. But um, one thing that um, Coach Canner at Huntington Beach has said, you know, is this year um, they've had a lot of firsts I mean, or not a lot of firsts but they've, they've placed high in a lot of these tournaments they've been in right. um, there was during the Bill Park tournament which is the highest they've ever been there um, they also had their best showing at the Santa Barbara Tournament of Champions right. so um, even though they didn't quite get what they wanted in the league as far as winning the league I mean they were obviously competitive in that league they lost to Newport in overtime and they lost to LaSalle by uh, a goal but um, he said that they've never won a CIF game in program history so this would be obviously an opportunity to do that and uh, I, I think that there it, you know it's tough kind of having that road trip um, especially on Tuesday instead of Wednesday, you know, so you have one day less of practice and everything like that um, to kind of get ready for it. But um, I think that those girls, um, I think they have five seniors who have signed um, to play D1 in college. So this is this is kind of, for those seniors, this is kind of their moment to try to, you know, make history for their program and get that first CIF win. So, um I think that's a pretty interesting game um, for the wild card game, um, and the winner of that would play Foothill in the first round on Wednesday. Um, but, as, but yeah, as far as first round games, I mean, obviously, uh, Corinna Mar is going to play host to Newport Harbor on Wednesday, and um, that is obviously a rivalry game, the Battle of the Bay. Um, in, the, in past years, I feel like these teams have met each other in a lot of the tournaments during the season. Right. Um, and they, 
and they didn't this year. Uh, so this is actually just their second meeting in the season. Uh, Clarence Omar won the Battle of the Bay uh, in December, uh, but that was a pretty close game, and you know it's kind of the cliche like when rivals play, you can't throw the records out the window. Um, I know. Um, both teams will be really highly motivated for that game, and you know Newport's really kind of looking for a big win over CDM. Um, but I, I mean, I would tend to pick CDM in that game. Um, I do think it'll be another close game, though. But CDM has played well uh, leading up to the end of the season. You know, um, they they had a good tournament at the Irvine tournament. Um, they lost to Modern Day by a goal, and they lost to Orange Lutheran by a goal. Um, so, and those were their only two losses of the tournament. So, um, I think that, um, Coach Ricks will kind of have his team ready to go for that, especially because it's a home game. Um, that's kind of an interesting game too, because, um, him and Melstrom are, uh, brothers-in-law, uh, Coach Melstrom at Newport Harbor and Coach Ricks. Oh, really? I didn't know that. Yeah. Yeah. They're, uh, their wives are sisters. So, um, they related and they kind of you know know each other pretty well but uh yeah it should be an interesting um matchup there as well i think well you know before we hop hopscotch around for a few other ones you know i think this uh this huntington beach uh, santa barbara one is is very interesting um because a bit of a contrast you're looking at santa barbara's uh you know, uh, roster, they, they, they're not senior heavy, um, with, you know, that many seniors as, as Huntington Beach has, um, you know, and their records 15 and 13 overall, they're from a very tough league in the channel league, which has got San Marcos and Dos Pueblos, which, uh, secured the third and fourth seeds in the division, you, you know, so they've been very battle tested, um, Santa Barbara being home, you know, uh, you know, I think it's a, it's a, it's an interesting spot because the, my read on Huntington Beach is is that they're a very talented team, um, but they just haven't been able to. Um, they're they're looking for a breakthrough. They, when it's uh, when they've had to win the big game in league, they haven't been able to get it done. They've been very close, uh, right down to the wire with. With Hunt, with Los Alamitos in, in the league in a game that they certainly had chances to win, um, you know they were they were very close with with Newport and, and those were their those those are their big games that they had just haven't been able to pull through in the league. They haven't pulled through. They had some breakthroughs in other other uh, other tournaments this year, but uh, they've you know uh, I I feel like if they were to win this game, I mean. I could see them, uh, Huntington Beach, playing very tough against Foothill. You know, um, you know, uh, I think they have a, they have a lot of firepower. They have an excellent goalie. Um, there's a lot that they could do do well. And you know, uh, and uh, what, what do you think about you know how do you, do you think uh, what would your prediction be on the on this game, Huntington Santa Barbara on Tuesday? Um. I mean, I, I would predict that um, Huntington would win the game. I mean, just, you know, they, they, they've already beaten that team once, so they know they can do it. And um, like, like you said, it's a very senior-heavy team. Um, and, you know, um, Coach Canner, you know, he's kind of talked about He's been there for a few years now. 
Um, and he's kind of led the senior class for a while now, and it, it is a strong senior class, um, along with the junior goalie, uh, Marina, Marina Hyam, who, uh, right. like you said, is, is a good goalie. Um, I think that they, um, and, but you're right, they, they had two really tough losses in the league, and they didn't get what they wanted as far as a league championship. So this is kind of another chance to prove that, hey, these are the strides we've made as a program. Um, really, you know, going to get, going up against a very established Santa Barbara program for a long time, you know. So um, I, think, I think it's kind of a fascinating matchup in that regard. Yeah. And, and uh, I think they can. I think they can win that game. And like I agree with you that I think that they can also play Foothill uh, tough in the first round. You look at Foothill, a team that kind of had a tough uh, Irvine tournament. Um, they dropped a little bit in the rankings after that. Yeah. So um, yeah, I, I think it, I think Huntington can definitely play tough. Um, yeah, it's going to be interesting. I, I, I think uh, to me, I, I think Huntington. They seem like they might be. They might be. They seem like they've worn down a tad to me. Um, you know, they've been playing a lot. They, but their schedule's been pretty heavy lately. They've been and making some road trips. You know, they were down in San Diego. You know, they've been. In these big Sunset League games, then they went down to Carlsbad, lost a game recently. Um, so I'm not sure exactly how you know how much they're firing at their best water pole. Um, and I think the same is a little bit for Santa Barbara. Um, you know, they they're not. I don't know. I don't think they're on fire right now. So I think both teams are looking to recapture something. Um, but I think it's a winnable game. And I, I think Huntington will get the win, and uh, we'll see what kind of shape they are the very next day against Foothill that will be rested. Um, you know, um, so should be you know and that could be. I think that's another could be a very uh, close game in, in Foothill. Um, you know, the Battle of the Bay. You know, Huntington, uh, Newport Beach is you know Newport Harbors. You know, they're they're another team. I don't think they're not playing their best right now, coming off a. You know, I thought it was, um, I was a little surprised it wasn't closer, somewhat surprised, <coughs> when they lost 8-4 to four against Los Alamitos last week. You know, I know, I, you know, I, Los Al was coming hot, hot off the uh, Irvine SoCal tournament, where they, um, you know, played well, won that, uh, what the, won the seventh place game against Foothill, um, a team that they lost to earlier in the year. So that they had to feel great about themselves there. They played Orange Lutheran very tough, and then you know they uh, that game was close against um, the Los Al, you know Newport game was close until the, late in the third quarter, and then it got, really got away from um, from Newport. So I think it's it's somewhat deceiving, but they did not finish well in that game, and now they're playing against a Cone Delmar team that's playing well. Um, you know, and, and did well at the, uh, the Irvine SoCal tournament. Uh, that uh, so, what, what do, you, do you do? You do you agree with me on that? You, you, you kind of see the uh, you know a hot Corona Del Mar team coming against a kind of cold you know uh, Newport team that didn't play in the Irvine SoCal tournament. Yeah, and, and I mean, you know, what you said about the Los Al game is fair. I mean, I think it was that game was three three at halftime. Right. Um, 
but they had to rally. They were down 3 nothing, and they rallied back to 3-3, but then they only scored one goal in the second half. Um, they lost 8-4. So, you, I mean, and I agree. I thought that that game would be a little bit closer, um, you know, because they didn't um, – because of kind of that scheduling error that they had, they didn't have a chance to uh, play in the Irvine tournament. So, you know, they, they've really only had two games um, these, these last couple weeks of the playoffs in Port Harbor, or I should say leading into the playoffs. Um, so they haven't really had, like, a lot of game experience to get ready for CIF. Um, and I think CDM... Um, yeah, it's playing well. I mean, you know, I covered their game against Modern Day at the Irvine tournament. Uh, that was a quarterfinal, and they uh, they were in that game. You know, they lost by goal. Um, they, they, they've actually lost to Modern Day twice by a goal uh, this season. Um, and that's the number two team in Division One. So, you know, I, I think CDM... Um, they have a lot of ODP players on that team. Um, not necessarily seniors, but um, a lot of like talented um, sophomores and juniors who are ODP players. Yeah. And, um, talking to those girls before the season, they wanted to they wanted to finish top four in CAF. Like they felt like that was a realistic goal, and they have, but they haven't really gotten those wins um, against those top four teams. But they've been close, so um, I think. For them, um, there's a lot of motivation, uh, not only because it's Battle of the Bay, but also because uh, if you look forward around real quick, I mean, you know, they would play San Marcos in the next round, most likely. San um, Marcos plays San Clemente um, in, the, in their first round game, but um, CDM's a team that's lost to San Marcos a number of times over the past couple of years. Um, so I think, I think that they're going to be motivated to possibly get back to that game and uh, take another shot at the uh, at the Royals. So, um, uh, yeah, I would agree that, you know, coming into it, it seems like Newport's kind of been down and CDM's kind of trending up. But um, I would still anticipate a close game. Um, you know, over the years I've probably covered Dozens of, dozens of these games and I, I would imagine that they've pretty much all been within like two or three goals of each other so yeah. uh, I would expect another one like that I, well, I'll have to do the research on it but I want to say the last time we've had a Battle of the Bay meeting in girls water polo in the playoffs uh, I don't, you don't have to search back that far but I think a couple, the last time if I'm not mistaken but I, I, I think it might have been in the Division One finals. I don't know if they played in a um, I don't know if they played in the quarterfinal. Um, certainly not in a first round game ever. Um, you know these teams have always been league champions. I don't, there's no way they would have met in the first round before. But I think the last time it might have been in a uh, in the D1 final, um, which uh, was that the year that um, that uh, you know. It might have been. I think. I think. I don't, do you remember who won it? Was that your, your that uh, CDM won it with uh, Coach Bailey? Yeah, I want to say. Um, yeah, 2013. Um, CDM won its uh, first Division One final. It's, it's only Division One final, right? Um, and they beat Newport Harbor in the final. Th- I think they played in the finals the year before that too, but Newport Harbor won that. Right. Game. Right. Um, 
but you're right, that might be the that 2013, so we're looking at four years ago. Uh, that might have been the last time that, that they played yeah. um, in the playoffs. I think that, that's right. Yeah, and Coronel Mars, you know, uh, interesting team. Um, you know, um, you've got a couple up-and-coming players. I, you know, I think uh, Sophie Wallace is a sophomore, is a very good uh, player to watch. And, you know, Aaron uh, Tharp, uh, junior goalie, has uh, had an excellent season. Are these some of the up-and-coming, like, ODP players that you're talking about? Yeah, well, like, over the summer I did a feature because they were uh, those two girls plus... Um, the uh, other um, junior that they that they have, uh, or I'm sorry, Chloe Hartbills, yeah. or maybe right, exactly, yeah, yeah, um, and I think she's their leading scorer. Um, all three of those girls played in a tournament um, yeah. in Canada over the summer, right? So they kind of got that experience. I think that was the first time that they all traveled for a tournament. Um, so. Those are kind of the leaders of the team, but they also have seniors, um, Jolly Modelli. Uh, she's going to George Washington. She's a very good all-around player. Um, um, Emily Reitner. Um, right. And even their uh, set defender, Kelly Morgan. Um, the, you know, those are all good players. So, you know, they have – they're not a – senior dominated team but they do I think have a lot of experience um so and I think Coach Ricks is doing a good job with kind of getting them you know the old saying you know you want to kind of be playing your best at the end of the season and um I, th- I think that they're doing that um, right now. Yeah, they blend. They they're one of the teams that really blend pretty well as far as a couple, you know, pretty good seniors, um, college bound seniors, really, um, and then some up and coming players. That's kind of an interesting balance. They're going to be good next year, and like you said, I mean, they lost to Orange Lutheran um, in the fifth place game at the Irvine SoCal tournament by one goal. And uh, Lutheran is the fifth seed, essentially, in Division One. And then, um, you know, they've, uh, they they actually played San Marcos, if they were to get to that, you know, the number three seed in the, in the quarters. Um, they played San Marcos not too long ago um, on a, I think, uh, just on a Saturday game. Or maybe it was a Friday game, actually. Maybe they went up there and they lost eight to five. They held out. They That was a game where they shut out. Um, Paige um, Hosschild, the uh, USC-bound uh, U.S. national team player. So, um, you know, they uh, they have that. At least the one game against San Marcos this year, I think that might have been the only time they played, actually. Uh, yes, and I actually, I can speak on that game a little bit. I went up and covered that game. Um, yeah, it was a Friday night. And, uh, right, they, but... They, um, it was kind of a bad situation for them because they're it was they kind of were battling Friday traffic on the 405 which uh, anybody who lives down here yeah. can be pretty bad so um, they, they, didn't, they didn't get to the game till about 4.30 for a 5 o'clock start so they actually pushed back that game about, I think about 15 minutes and um, then they started slow they, they fell behind 4-1 in the first quarter okay uh um, and then they, so they ended up losing by three. So they played them even the rest of the game, basically. But 
you know, um, they also lost to San Marcos last year in the quarterfinals, um, which was also a game at Santa Barbara High, uh, the same venue. So, um, I'm, I'm, I'm assuming they, you know, they hope that they win the coin flip this year. Right. If they, right. Um, but, but, you know, San Marcos is a team, I think last year they lost to them four times and, um, they've lost to them, like you said, once this year. So that's a team that they know pretty well. Right. Um, and they're, and I think that they're pretty eager to, like I said, get another chance to play them. Um, they did do a good j- j- job, uh, shutting down house child in that game but um she had a lot of assists a lot of field blocks um, she's a pretty good all-around player and a really good defender as well so um i think she kind of did her job on that end of the pool but uh yeah that would be an interesting matchup if, if, that, if that happens in the quarters for sure i yeah. um, just it's on the history between the two teams. You know, a couple other games I want to get your opinion on, uh, Matt. Uh, here, once again, joined by Matt Zabo of the Newport Beach Daily Pilot. I think another intriguing game in the first round, this game again will be on Wednesday, um, February 15th. Uh, Santa Margarita is going to be playing against Los Alamitos. Los Alamitos is going to be the host team. So look for this game to be played perhaps... Uh, I wouldn't be surprised to see it played over at Corona Del Mar. Losal, Coach Dave Carlson likes to do the double headers. Um, they don't have a big 50 meter pool at Losal, so they and they you know play a lot of their home, you know their home league games. Of course, are at you know, like everybody's at Newport Harbor, but they usually play. This could be maybe played at Ocean View. Um, Losal will move around a lot. Um, I, I, I think uh, I talked to Coach Ricks a little bit ago, and he said that. LaSalle has contacted him yeah. uh, they've had that game at CDM so it, it looks like it will be a doubleheader but he's not quite sure about the timing yet um, I think I think he wants to keep the 5 o'clock spot for CDM New Harbor and then LaSalle can play either before that or after that I guess but. yeah so I think now this is going to be an interesting game where you know uh, Santa Margarita the third place team out of the Trinity League taking on the, the Sunset League champion uh, Los Al Griffins the, recently um, you know just in late January uh, Santa Margarita won 9-7 against um, Los, Los Alamitos so they have some uh, recent history then they, these teams played in mid-January and um, Los Al won 9-6 so um you know, they played at least two times that I'm aware of. Um, but uh, what do you think about this game? Where well, we just saw Sal play. Where you know they got a very good player, uh, Junior Bailey Weber, um, and they had a couple. Of, they're they're actually another young team. They have um, just a couple of seniors. They have a lot of juniors and sophomore uh, juniors and sophomores on this team. Girls like Madison Ravello, who we scored, uh, she scored five goals. A junior attacker uh, in the uh, in the game against Newport Harbor. Um, of course, I mentioned Bailey Weber. What do you think of this game against um, you know Santa Margarita? Um, yeah, this is this should be a very interesting matchup. Um, I haven't seen a lot of Santa Margarita uh, this year, so I don't know how much I could speak on them. But I, I, I know Lozelle. Um, 
Suns been playing well coming in the playoffs. You know, they they really, um, you know, their game a couple weeks ago against Huntington Beach, that was a pretty crazy and intense game uh, where they, I think they went up 4 nothing in the first quarter. Um, and then Huntington Beach went on a run of goals as well. And, uh, it was, you know, it was back and forth. But, um, you know, they, they definitely earned uh, their Sunset League title. Um, and I mean I, I think I would kind of um, edge this game to them uh, I, I mean I haven't seen a lot of Santa Margarita as I said but right. um, Santa Margarita um, just beat Rosary by a goal um, yes right last last week in, in their last league game said death overtime Okay, so I mean, if they would have lost that game, then that would have shaken things up quite a bit. Yeah, you know, as far as yeah. So um, I'm not I'm not sure um, kind of how much momentum they're coming into the playoffs with necessarily. Um, but um, I do see that they beat Santa Santa Barbara nine three um, in a tournament a couple weeks ago. So yeah, um, I think that was at the Irvine SoCal. Um, tournament. I think they were all, they were both in the, it would have been the 8 through 16 bracket. Um, and that might have been um, one of the last games of that tournament, I believe. Yeah, I saw Santa Margarita actually at the Irvine SoCal tournament last, uh, would have been uh, um, about two weeks ago. And I saw them play against Foothill in a second round game. It was my first time to see Santa Margarita. And what they struggled with is um, they, they they struggled in that game at two meters, where they uh, defending two meters. Um, Santa Margarita uh, has a, a freshman left-handed left-handed center Malia Allen, who's uh, really on the rise, and and um, and Foothill did a nice job of getting her the ball. She did a great. Uh, Malia did a good job of getting deep position, and Santa Margarita wasn't able to. Um, you know they were getting goals out of uh, against them at, at two meters. They weren't um, they weren't really being physical at two meters. They weren't taking uh, any exclusions um, at two meters. These are all just natural goals out of two meters, which is I think what you like to see is um, you know if you're if they're going to press like that, I mean you. you you just can't let the two meet. You can't let the center just get off those clean looks like that. You need to. I think the better strategy is to take some fouls, make some, you make the teams work for the uh, six on five, or maybe you not necessarily get called, but going to have to play more physical. Um, and I, I just didn't see the physical presence on defense um, from Santa Margarita, and it made me think of. Uh, earlier in the week, they had played Modern Day, which is a very physical team, and Modern Day's left-hander uh, Hannah Constance um, had a big game against um, Santa Margarita. So, and I think you know, I come back to Los Al, and I think that uh, both these teams are pretty mobile. I don't think Los Al's overly physical at two meters, but they're a very active, very fast team. So this could be an exciting game. Um, you know, I think uh, with Santa Margarita's got some good speed to it. I don't, so I think this could be a very good game between Los Al and Santa Margarita. But I, I kind of get, I kind of favor Los Al right now. Yeah, I mean, they definitely have speed. I mean, if you 
look at the game against Newport Harbor last week. That's kind of how they broke open the game. I think, like you were saying, late in the third quarter, um, they got a couple of counter counter tackles. I think they were within a minute of each other or something like that. So um, they definitely want to play the game that way. And, um, you know, I I know Coach Carlson is a big believer in kind of his – uh, good half court defense, uh, kind of leading those counter attack opportunities, and um, it didn't that game for them. And like you said, Ravello had a big game, uh, five goals, and it seems like she's kind of an emerging player for them as well as a junior. Yes. You know, one other good game I think is uh, you know as Orange Lutheran is playing uh, at. Uh, Marietta Valley in the first round. This is an interesting game because Orange Lutheran's the defending Division One champion, and they're playing Marietta Valley, which won Division Two last year against El Toro. So uh, that's an interesting game. I haven't seen Marietta Valley. Um, I've seen Orange Lutheran a few times. They recently played uh, Laguna Beach pretty pretty tough, even though Laguna Beach was shorthanded a few players that, that day. But I just saw. Um, uh, Orange Lutheran have a, a drag out, uh, very close game with Modern Day, um, 11-10 in the Trinity League final um, earlier this week. So uh, Orange Lutheran looks like they're playing some of their best water polo right now, but that's going to still be a tough uh, road game for Orange Lutheran to uh, to go out to Marietta Valley. Then if they if the Lancers were to win that game in the quarterfinals on Saturday, I believe they would be the host team um, against either uh, the winner of the Dos Pueblos Royal game. Oh, actually, maybe not because Dos Pueblos is going to be on the road as well. So that could be a coin flip. Um, Dos Pueblos will be on the road at Royal in the first round. So I guess if Dos Pueblos and Orange Lutheran both won, uh, here in this four or five spot, that'd probably be a coin flip for the uh, for the site for that Saturday quarterfinal. Yeah, that, I mean, then that kind of brings up a point. Uh, you know, it's really interesting with the practice this year, with uh, the way they they um, change the change it up. But you know, those are Royal and Marietta Valley are both teams that are that moved up to Division One this year, and um, yeah, they both they both won their league, which is what gives them those home games in the first round, even though. Uh, those Pueblos and Orange Lutheran are both seated at, uh, ahead of them. Yes. So, so, but I mean, I, I did see, um, I know, um, Eric Paul Johnson, who covers a lot of water polo, um, on the Inland Empire. He's very active on Twitter. Um, right. He brought up, he brought up a good point, which was that, you know, it might not be a bad thing, um, to be on the road in the first round if you're some of these league champions because then you're pretty much not guaranteed a home game in the second round in the quarterfinals, but um, you have a good shot at getting a home game. Um, and, and those quarterfinal games are usually very close across the board. So, um, yeah, it, 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 it would be a coin flip if, they, if Orange Lutheran was, was to play those Pueblos. Uh, I've seen Orange Lutheran a couple times this year. Um, they've had, actually, recently they've had a lot of really close games just in general. Um, if you look at it, um, at the Irvine tournament, um, they lost um, to Dos Pueblos in the quarterfinals uh, 7-6. Um, then they came back and they beat 
next day 6-5 in a fifth place semifinal and then they beat CDM 8-7 so um, those are all one goal games you know like you said another one goal game you covered against modern day right uh, in in the training league so um, and I I think their game against Lipina Beach was uh, tied at halftime if I'm not mistaken yes Uh, yeah, the, the Breakers did play that game without Bella Balrich, who was sick, who was an outstanding Stanford-bound left-hander, um, senior, um, really the, the number two player in the field uh, after Aria Fisher. And they also were without um, Isabel uh, Riches, who uh, was out with a concussion but has, uh, was expected to be cleared um I think on uh, Friday, the day after that game, I think she was cleared to return. So, um, but hey, and, but Orange Lutheran, and give them credit. I mean, they were coming off a draining game against Modern Day that they lost. So um, they had their 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 their, uh, their amount of adversity as well. Yeah. So I mean, I think I agree with you. That's a very intriguing matchup. Um, Merida Valley. Probably, you know, obviously it's their first year in D1. They, I mean, if they could beat the defending D1 champion, that would be huge for them, you know. So, right. um, that definitely will be an interesting matchup. They're also an interesting team to me as well because they were not at the uh, Irvine SoCal tournament. I don't, I don't believe, I don't. Uh, were they at the Irvine SoCal tournament? I, I forget if they were. Um, uh, I think they were actually, okay. but I'm not sure how they did. Yeah, they were. They were a top eight team. I was going to say what I remember them the most is that they were at the uh, they were at the Santa Barbara Tournament of Champions in mid January, and that's where they had a couple really low scoring um, early games. Um, you know, it was um, they lost to. Um, I remember they lost to Low South four, four to five, you know five four, and I think they also um, narrowly lost to um, Del Mar like five to two or something like that. They played a bunch of low scoring games. I know they have a good goalie. Um, her name's uh, Morgan Jones, a senior. Um, I'm familiar with her. They you know they have uh, Randy Reinhart, uh, Reinhart, Reinhart uh, Megan Falcon is a couple girls that are. Um, Good players, so um, they don't. They're not coached by Brian Linton anymore, so it's kind of a transitioning team um, with a new coach this year. And um, yeah, Eric Paul, we should um, yeah, from the uh, the uh, the Inland Reporter. He does a great job. Um, he mentioned that um, they're playing a different style with uh, Brian with under, with a new coach this year than the, uh, than they did with uh, Coach Linton. So, um, yeah, Merida Valley was at the SoCal Championships and actually played Orange Lutheran um, in the second round of that tournament. And um, as Eric Paul points out, I'm reading his uh, story that he wrote today, actually. Okay. But uh, Orange Lutheran beat Merida Valley 8-5 in the second round of that tournament. So Pretty good game, man. Yeah, um, they led 6-1 at half, so kind of that first half made the difference for them. Yeah. These, these are two teams that have played 
fairly recently. So. Yeah, Eric with the uh, the Press Enterprise. You can follow him on Twitter at uh, Call Me E P E P J. Call Me E P J. Uh, follow Eric Paul Johnson, uh, Press Enterprise on Twitter. Yeah, um, I think uh, I think he had told me that. Uh, minus Simmons, uh, usually a bound attacker for Orange Lutheran, had a big uh, first half against um, you know Orange Lutheran. But I know you know I know Orange Lutheran after the modern day game they're very upbeat. They felt like they played high quality water polo. Um, minus Simmons had fouled out in the third quarter of that game, so they still hung tough in the fourth quarter. They're another young team. I uh, like the way they're playing. And uh, they surprised me how well they played against uh, Laguna Beach. So, well, hey, uh, Matt, I uh, appreciate all your time. Let's before we uh, we end here. Let's. Uh, what's your thoughts on uh, as we talk a little bit about Laguna Beach? They're the number one seed, undefeated team. Um, you know, they won the Triple Crown in tournaments. You know, they're the number one seed. Uh, number two seed in Division One is is Modern Day. Um, They've uh, played Laguna Beach uh, four times. They're 0 for 4. Uh, got as close as five goals. Uh, number three seed is San Marcos, the uh, champions of the Channel League. And then you got number four seed is Dos Pueblos. Um, Orange Lutheran is the number five, would actually, I believe, has beat Dos Pueblos two out of three times. And that includes the final of the Ville Park Classic when Dos Pueblos was in full strength. But they do have two or three. Who, who is your uh, pick to be in the, the semifinals? And then who do you predict is going to be in the finals, Matt? Okay. Um, so in the semifinals, um, it's, 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 it's interesting on the top half of the bracket because, you know, Laguna Beach, if you're looking at who's going to match up with Laguna Beach, um, you know, it could, it could be Barnes Lutheran, it could be Dos Pueblos. Um, I would probably lean towards Dos Pueblos in that matchup. Okay. Um, so I'm going to say Laguna Beach, Dos Pueblos. Um, and then on the bottom half of the bracket, um, modern day, um, possibly playing Foothill in the quarterfinals, I think that they would win. So I would... The, the game that's interesting to me is CDM against San Marcos. Right. Um, I think that, like I said, I think CDM can hang with them. Um, I I kind of think that the whoever I pick in that game would depend on the coin flip where the game is going to be played at. Yeah. Um, but um, I'll go ahead and say San Marcos just because they have beaten CDM a number of times in the last couple of years. Um, so. I guess that's straight chalk for you. Um, you got number one Laguna against number four Dos Pueblos in one semi, and number two Marte against number three San Marcos um, in the other semi. And then as far as the finals, I think it's going to be another Laguna Marte, which would be what the fifth, fifth time that they played each other this year. That's right. Um, so yeah, they. I mean. If you look at it, it's not exactly um, a daring prediction, but I mean, they had, they played each other in the finals of all three of the major tournaments um, this year in the Holiday Cup. Um, 
the Holiday Cup Laguna really just blitz modern day um, in that game, but um, I think that they, they didn't have Bella Bayer yet, right? She was uh, still out uh, for modern day. Yeah, I think that might have been the semi, actually, wasn't it? Oh, you're right. You're right, because was, they played Orange Lutheran in the final. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, modern day wasn't, it didn't have Bella yet, yes. Okay. Um, and then, so I take that back. They haven't played in the finals of all three of the tournaments. But I mean, you know, these are teams that are very familiar with with each other. Um, they had um, they played pretty good games um, the last couple times. It just seems like Laguna goes on runs. Um, right. Yeah. I mean, with their counterattack, I think especially, um, they have a, the ability to kind of score four or five goals on you pretty quickly. Yeah. And, you know, a close game suddenly becomes, you know, a five-goal game. And, uh, yeah. So, I, 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 I don't, I mean, my prediction is that I don't think that anyone's going to beat Laguna. I think they're the best team. I think they're the deepest team. Um, you know, we talked about Bill Baldridge, she should be back. They have Aria Fisher, the Olympian. Um, they have Claire Sani, um, who's yes. a tra- transfer, who's also very talented, going to Cal. And um, I just wrote this past week about their goalie, um, Taya Walsh, who um, is definitely one of the best goalies in CIF, if not the best goalie. Yeah. Um, she got she got the most outstanding goalie honors last last weekend at the SoCal Champs. So, um, and they have a lot of good juniors as well um, who have been in the program. I think a lot of them have been on varsity the last couple of years as well. So, um, and and they have Ethan D'Amato, who, I mean, honestly, is one of the more experienced coaches in high school and in club. So, um, that would be my pick, uh, Laguna Beach. Yeah, well, I think I think you're right. I think Laguna Beach is going to win this thing. They're going to go undefeated. You know, you mentioned the juniors, which is is good. Yes, you know, Sophie Lucas is one of them. Um, Ev- um, Evan Tingler is another one of those juniors. And of course, the goal you mentioned, um, she is a she's also a junior. So good uh, junior class. But uh, yeah, Aria is, is just having a fabulous year. Um, playing amazing um, they play really well as a team different girls step up and um, you know I, I you know I, it's been a lot about how well Arya's played and, and how well she's been supported and, and how they've kept the team unity going Moderate just you know for me I think they're pretty sound defensively. Um, you know, obviously their coach um, Chris Segesman is a you know former Olympic defender. He always, his teams usually always defend well. Um, they're very they, they have all they you know they don't have any weak players out there as far as defense. Um, they just they just uh, I don't know if they they don't have the firepower. I think it's, it seems to me they don't have the firepower to, to get in there with. Um, uh, as, as far as get that score going up higher with with Laguna Beach, um, and it, it's tough when you have a, such a great goalie um, that they're facing in um, uh, in Walsh. So um, they don't seem to have the counter attack down. Laguna Beach doesn't make enough mistakes for them to get their counter going. Laguna Beach swims very well, so I think that's where that that matchup. 
uh, is tough for modern day on the offensive side. They're going to have to obviously they'd have to be lights out on their extra man. That's probably the the one thing they could probably work on to improve if they can draw some exclusions. Um, they're good at modern day is good at drawing exclusions. They got to convert. They have got to do better job on the six on five and uh, try to find some offense. Um, but I think my semis, Matt, uh, I'm going to vary with you just slightly. But obviously, I have Laguna Beach. I'm going to say that they play Orange Lutheran in the semifinals. The D1 champs are going to are going to get to the to the uh, defending Division One champs will get to the semis. Play at Willett. Um and then I'm going to go with uh, San Marcos and, and Modern Day. They played some very close games this year as well. So um, that's my other semifinals, which those will be played on Wednesday, February 22nd at the Royal Center in Irvine. And then the finals will be on Saturday, February 25th, again back at Willett. So, you know, Matt, this was a good talk uh, after talking to you, I'm a little, I'm, I'm more fired up than I was before um, talking to you. So, uh, you know, you, you raised some good points, man. Um, where, where are you going to be? Uh, you think on uh, on uh, you going to go up this, you know, make the trek up? Uh, you think to see uh, the Oilers against uh, Santa Barbara? Um, possibly. I'm, I'm not sure about Tuesday yet because we have. I, I might actually cover Stompsy on Tuesday because they're going to be at home uh, yeah. in Division in Division Seven. Uh, Division Seven plays their first round game on Tuesday, but uh, I think you know I'm, I haven't decided yet there. But I, I know on Wednesday <laughs> um, I will be at CDM for the Battle of Bay Part Two this season. That's right. Yes, Estancia, uh, third place team out of the uh, Orange Coast League, plays host to Bell Gardens in the uh, first round of Division Seven playoffs. Um, on there, so well, I will uh, maybe I will see you on Wednesday. I got to figure out my schedule as well. So, uh, man, I know you got to get back to some calls. I appreciate your time out on a Saturday, and uh, thanks for all your uh, insight once again. All right, thanks, Dan. Appreciate it. Have a good one. And thanks to everyone for joining us once again on the Orange County Waterfall Podcast.